I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. I know you to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlet. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was gonna love me? Who, who was gonna make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and if you drop that hat, I will kill you. And my name is Colin Drucker, and it's not short for anything, it's long for and. Ooh, <laughs> Andy. We're gonna talk about, we need to talk about Andy. We too. need to know. talk oh about Andy. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. I, You know, I, like, I'm so excited and I don't even know how to get how to even express how excited I am but I am excited and did I mention I'm excited to talk about stepping out this week it was such a lovely surprise and for the first like maybe 15 20 minutes I was like oh no what did we do to ourselves and then it just takes off and it is it's it, it's like very close to being my BSA of the week finding this movie. Like I just it was pure joy. I'll stop there. I agree. And now I have to shout out uh best supporting listener Vanessa who has been a supporter of, of All Right Mary yes. and the Deep Dive patron. A patron. Yes. She, uh, truly one of our greatest supporters. And I know that and I'm going to credit her cuz she did comment on Patreon. Oh yeah, definitely do stepping out. And I feel like she told Johnny and I about this movie years ago and it was like on my radar of like oh, potential Patreon. There's lots of people in it. And it just kind of always sat on the list and so whether Vanessa if you're listening I'm assuming you would be listening to this episode whether it was you course, who recommended yes. that or a fellow Mary thank you this buds for you um yes it, thank you Vanessa it really is like such an effing delight it's just such an effing <laughs> delight <laughs> it's like it toes this line of being what was that queen bees uh-huh but it it never it's never that schmaltzy but it's just schmaltzy enough you know what i mean cuz there's some genuinely good performances and like and great women oh my god it's you know it's crazy everyone's in it everyone's in it i feel like that's my favorite review of this movie everyone's in it it really is like there were moments where i was like oh i i'm i it's an embarrassment of riches like Bill Irwin and Andrea Martin. You know what I mean? I, it just. I know. It's. It, Can we. Let's just go through this cast. Yes. Very quickly. Yeah. Um, I, of course, I don't have it pulled up. I was just going to like start listing names. Oh, I have but, it pulled uh, up. I can. Uh, okay, perfect. Well, you know, and, and maybe we'll. Uh, well, there's someone we need to talk about. But, uh, you know, <gasps> there is uh, Andrea Martin, as previously mentioned, playing Dorothy, who is in the very first shot of the movie on her bike. So that was a really good omen yes. from the beginning. Um, also previously mentioned Bill Irwin, alum of the podcast from Rachel Getting Married, playing Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. uh, there's yes. Julie Walters, 
uh, for over from the UK, BAFTA BSA nominee. Yes, I saw that. Julie Walters. Hey, okay, Julie. As Vera. There is, of course, Little Shop of Horrors uh, queen, Ellen Green, as Maxine. That all rhymed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Carol Woods, who I think was in the original Broadway production. She was. As yes. Rose. Uh, there's, you know, Nora Dunn in that white tracksuit. Yes. Yeah, and that blonde so Hillary funny. hair. Yeah. Not a funny role at all, but, uh, you know. No. Uh, but I love the tracksuit. Yeah. Yes. Robin Stevan, I'm not familiar with her, but she, I feel like she exists in the 90s to me. Like her, she looks like what people in the 90s look like. Yes, I have I have something to say about her that I can't wait to talk about. Oh, good. If you also thought the same thing. I'm going to freak, but um, go continue. Uh, a name that we queened out about just recently, and really what I think did bring us to make the decision last week to do this episode, Jane Krakowski as Lynn. Yes. Um, well, honestly, we're going to talk about her. Uh, Shelley Winters, alum of the pod, as Mrs. Fraser, and... God damn it, Liza Minnelli as Mavis <sighs> Turner and her tappers. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I loved her in this movie. I I couldn't agree more. I am, I, I you know, because obviously, like, Liza is, a, you know, a thing, and I've always understood that, you know, gays love Liza. But it, I always, I think it was maybe how I understood how people loved Housewives, whereas I always thought, oh, it's some surface thing. They just love the drama or, oh, they're just, it's a, it's a shallow appreciation. And I think maybe I had a similar feeling of like, oh, people just love how like crazy Liza is. Oh, Liza is a good dancer. Like I was always so shallow about why I thought people loved her so much, but like I'm obsessed with Liza Minnelli right now. She is the moment. I, she, (laughs) now come on. No, come on. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. Now, now come, come on. on. That's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> it's, it is the best part. I I remember like a long time ago, I didn't. it wasn't like argumentative at all, but my friend Shauna, who was in a show with me, she's like, okay, Judy Garland is a legend and great, and she's like a great singer and entertainer and actress. She's like, but Liza Minnelli like is, is like, be, like beyond better than Judy Garland. And Judy Garland's incredible. You know what I mean? Like, I, f- I feel mm-hmm. honestly they're both great actresses, obviously. But, like, there is something about Liza watching her in this movie. It's, like, the first thing I've ever seen her in where she just plays a human. You know, like, mm-hmm. Cabaret is such an elevated, uh, you know, performance, and it's, like, in a very specific time and era, and it's a musical. And even though this was a Broadway play, too, like, it's just, like, peak... Liza, it's 1991. Liza, I f- she's still like young enough to really make it happen, and she rings the rag out yeah. in this performance. It's such a good performance. It's so, it's so good. Good. She is so charming. She has such good yes. chemistry with everybody. It. It. She's so like. You just fall in love with Mavis, and she seems like the loveliest yep. teacher. I want to. I want to take a tap dance class with her. I want to be one of her tappers. <laughs> I would too. I the mean, patience. Her patience, the patience. When when she tells Vera on her first day, like you know, and if you mess up, don't worry, you won't get fired. This isn't an audition, and she like laughs on it. <laughs> I melted. I fucking melted. <laughs> I can't exactly. It is. She exudes charm. She is. 
It's like when they, people say, like, is she so good at it that, that it doesn't even seem like acting, but it is acting. And, like, some of the face journeys she takes oh. and, like, like the pacing of how she delivers lines and just really getting her to see her, like, dance. And because we get, you know, at least two times where we see her do, like, a solo number, really. And just remind it just reminded me of how great she is. It, she does I mean that's the thing too is like well she's she is as you said like playing a human and has some really nice quiet moments but they still manage to give her a song uh two dance solos and then a, and and then to leading a group a group number I mean it's yeah we you she gives you everything she gives you everything uh, ugh. and she wears a black baseball hat backwards and I just decided to buy it <laughs> Hello, Amazon. It's me. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> so I bought it. So I yeah, bought I, it. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> I I love everything she wears in this. Like I love like dancer comfy clothes, but like specifically in the late eighties, eighties, early nineties, I just feel like it's so, it's so fun. When I also like that she's yeah. she's got her dance outfits, but then she also has her like early '90s Buffalo, New York, like denim and like leather jacket yes. look, and I just love that too. I'm like, who are you? You go to Wegmans later? Like, what's going on, Liza? You know? Yes. Even just seeing her at home making dinner for her awful husband. Oh, I hated him. About. I hated oh. him. Not my BSA of the week. Patrick. Oh. No. He was so gross. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's just written to not be liked, of course, too. But, like, it's... And especially, like, against Liza, you know, a.k.a. Mavis, who is just, like... I don't know. I just feel like she just is like a bright light. And, I, and like, you know, that's how it goes. Clearly, she needs to get away from that. And she finally does at the end. You're just rooting for everyone in this movie. You everyone. are. You really are. You just want it all to work out for everyone. And, like, it, it's like... No dogs die. Every, it all works out. But, like, I almost feel like you need to know that going in because you get so invested where it's like, no, you should just know that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> you know? like Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't need anyone to, like, break an ankle and sit out. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Like, I was a little worried about Andy. You know? I was I like, know. what do you mean the phone's off the line? Yeah. Yes. And that was very, like, again, the script is, like, solid enough because, like, she just, like, shows up, but nothing's Uh said. But you kind of, so it's, like, I kind of wish we had a little bit of, like, Liza and Andy. I keep, I'm going to call her Liza, like, the whole episode probably. Mavis and Andy. I wanted, like, a talk in the hallway with Mavis and Andy, like, when she shows up. And, you know, I wanted her to say, like, I know. And it's okay. You're safe here. And then she cries, and then then she goes to dance. You know, right? Something like that. Right. Well, because they have like a little version of that after Andy blows it up everyone, and then they're sitting in the audience. That's true. And That's Mavis true. is like, yes. "You blew up. Eh, it happens. It was. <laughs> it feels good. Sometimes you got to do it, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh, she's just so validating. She validates everybody the entire time. It's just so. It's so good. Um. It's so good. For anyone who does not 
has not heard because I, you know, I could imagine this. I don't, I don't know how well known this movie is, but it is available to rent on, you know, Prime and all the other places. But uh, 1991, Liza Minnelli has been Broadway performer who's now in Buffalo teaching, you know, tap dance in an old church or something, an old, you know, community mm-hmm. room uh, to a bunch of misfits. You know, it really has that feeling of like everybody in their own way is coming to this you know, uh, with their own little narratives and their own little, you know, ways in which they, you know, maybe don't fit in in the outside world, but fit in here. And um, yeah. and then, yeah, they get an opportunity uh, to, to dance as a part of this, like, Save the Children charity. And so um, it's all the, you know, leading up to this big show and... Um, and it's, you know, it's it's a model that we've seen before. And then there's, you know, and then there's the big night and, you know, there's the, oh, my God, how are they going to do? And and you don't know if it's going to be like a typical 80s or 90s movie where they're arousing success or if it's going to be like a little bit sunshine where they're like a huge disaster. But that's like part of the joy. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it was a little bit of both, you know, like it was a delightful disaster at points. Yes. And so much so. That you know they're invited back again the next year, and I, I gotta tell you, I cried. <laughs> I cried. I cried. During, I, I cried during the first number, like not the like the glitzy glam one. Yep. I couldn't believe how emotional I was. I was like watching it near the end of my work day, and Keon like walked in. I was like, "There's there's just something in my eye." <laughs> I was just so, ugh. Because again, it's the, it's the culmination of all of their hard work and all the stuff they had to go through to get there, and you're just. It's just good enough. Like there like you said, like Andrea Martin flies off the stage at one point. It's fabulous. Not into the pits. No. But like uh, you know, in the in the wing, stage right. But um yeah, and I and you know, Bill Irwin says, Ow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it was uh, it was so good. I was so proud of them. Same. And I love that the curtain closed half onto them. I thought that was just so <laughs> such a dumb oh, gag. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. it was, but like I needed it. Oh. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Yep. You know, it was dolly. It was perfect timing to have a gag like that. Um and yeah, then that final number. I mean, I I clapped. I clap I never clap at a movie. Yes. And I clapped through everybody's bows because I was like, This was you all did this. You did that. <laughs> And I think that's part of the satisfaction is like, this could vary. I'm so glad these characters, this is, it sounds silly to say, but like get better at dancing. Yeah. Because it could have been the worst to watch them just like fall over themselves for like an hour and a half and like never really get there. But it's, it shows their growth as dancers and like, ugh. It's so much fun. It's so beautiful. And there's and there's such like a a sweet little family, you know? Like it's so funny watching Drag Race and Pose and Legendary and all these like queer chosen family house of whatever kind of things. And I'm like, this is so the same spirit of that. You know what I mean? Like these people, they got to choose yep. their family. <laughs> you know? Yes. The House of Mavis. The House of Mavis. Mavis with a Z. <laughs> oh God, yes, Mavis with a Z. Oh, I, I just, I'm so glad you loved it because, but like, I think eventually I was about 40 minutes in, like a half hour in, and I started to see like the turn. Uh-huh. And again, I, I'm, I would be interested to watch this. I think I was just on high alert because I was like, we've both never heard of this movie. Am I gonna hate it? Is Colin gonna hate it? Are we both gonna hate it? Right. And it just it would it was like the furthest from that. And I was just I just let it wash over me, and I had such a great time. 
Why well, aren't more people talking about this movie? I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, it seems like it got a very kind of limited release and was not, it had like no box office presence. And I think it sounds like it was more of a, like a modest hit in the UK. It was a dud in the US. And I think just never really got traction. And it is nuts because it's such yeah. a good cast and such a feel good little movie. You This feels to me like perfect fodder for like TNT on a Saturday in like in March, you know? Um, yes. it, it's like, why didn't I see this ever on a, as a kid on, on, you know, TBS, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. If anything, you know, we are spreading the word of stepping out. It'll be, you know, it'll become a cult classic. Now. This is the moment. It's not even yeah. a cult classic. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, this is, no, this is the come moment. On now. now, come on, <laughs> come on now. Oh, so this is based on a play, which I feel like we already said. Um, it ran at the John Golden Theater on Broadway from like January to March of 1987. And um, I just, the original cast, Cherry Jones was in the, the original cast. She played Lynn, the Jane Krakowski part. Oh, get out. Yeah. And uh, as far as like nominations for the play, Carol Shelley, I don't know if you know her. She was... She probably was in something incredible that I'm going to like hate myself for not looking up. But mm. the only my only point of reference for her is she played Madame Morrible in the original cast of Wicked. Um, oh, so I don't I'm know sure her. She's like one yeah. of those. Yeah, that's OK. Uh, she was nominated for a Tony for this play for the role of Maxine, which is the Ellen Green role, which I found very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I can kind of see it. I don't know. It's um. Uh, and then uh, Janet Eilber, who was in the original cast, she played Andy and was nominated for, I think, like a Drama Desk Award or something like that. And as you mentioned, Julie Walters was nominated for a BAFTA. So that's, you know, that's not nothing. It's not nothing, <clears throat> you know, for a movie that, that not many people have, have seen and, you know, a play that didn't have like an incredibly long run. When I, I, I you know, you yeah. expect for something to be made into a movie. It's like, oh, it ran for 300 performances. So... You know, uh, <laughs> yes. What I I was gonna say before, and I just remembered now is, uh, I I rewatched like the first forty five minutes before we were recorded, and as I was watching oh, it, I was like, oh, I need to just buy this because this is a movie I want to just put on. Yes. Every once in a while, and you know, because I had the feeling as well that oh, it was off to a little bit of a slow start, but then rewatching it now in love. I was happy to marinate in it. You know, like the scenes with the boyfriend I could fast forward through to, you know, to, yeah. to just get back to everybody else. But, you know, it was like once I had fallen in love with everybody, it was fun to like go back and watch them enter the movie. Yeah, that's true. They all enter in their own. That to me felt like such like a play, you know, what oh. I mean? everyone kind of coming in and like tripping on something. Yeah. And Bill Walters had like, OK, well, we're going to talk about Bill, of course. But um, should we get into our countdown or is am I am I jumping the gun? I don't you're, know. No, you're not jumping the gun. With the, Indeed, today. I mean, it it, it was a, a true Sophie's choice. I, I, I could even I might even change it's, it around it again a little bit before we've you know, who knows. But we are doing a five to one countdown of our BSAs of stepping out. And I think I think you're spot on. I think no, I should say that I did not put Liza in my BSAs because, it, you know, she, this is her movie. But if she's on your list, she's on your list. That's totally fine. But she's kind of my number one above everything else, you know? I love that. And that actually makes me feel good because I, too, had a lot of trouble 
ranking these women too and some of them are like oh, I really liked like one moment from this character but the other one like the performance was like much meatier so it's mm-hmm. it was a lot of deliberation but with Mavis aka Liza out of the way I feel good about my top five but again I don't know maybe I'll rotate them it could change as we're doing this Colin it's, uh, it's crazy I know there's there are two right now that are very volatile and it's very scary Ooh, okay, well, um, I do have honorable mentions, which is kind of like a cheat move because there are only like eight people in the right. anyway, but, right. uh, but it's fine. I um, I guess like, yeah, this is going to cause controversy, uh, controversy, 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 Colin, but I, even though she was very close to making my top five, I feel she's like six for me. I did not put Shelly Winters in my top five only because, and it, like, I can't wait to go back because I think I'll have a better appreciation. She is written to be such a crank that I couldn't deal with it. I was like, Shelly, you are impossible. And I, or, you know, AKA, what was her name in the Mrs. Fraser? Glenda, Mrs. Yeah. Fraser, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just like, there was no redeeming quality for her, which like kind of got me upset with the writing too. I was like, but she does come around. I will say there is a little bit of an arc at the end, but I think at the moment I made my list, I was still mad at her. <laughs> really like sure. mad at her character. Um, she just annoyed me, even though she's doing her job very well. So um, Shelley Winters as Mrs. Fraser. Sometimes they said Fraser, too, as well. And I, I was confused. Well, worry not. She is also just one of my honorable mentions okay. as well. Good, good, good. good she good, she good. made it on the list briefly. And this was an example of when you said, like, there was a moment I loved is I, I do like that moment towards the beginning when she when they keep telling her she's playing too fast and then she's playing too slow and then she storms off to the bathroom and Mavis goes after her and you know she's she's in her feelings and she says I don't have to do this and the way that she says that just I was like ooh there's like a nuance there and so I it, yeah. it that almost got her back on my list but then Listen, this is a heartbreak hotel. I, there was only five slots, and I had more than five BSAs, you know? Yeah, I just, um, I feel good about it, even though, obviously, we love Shelly, Shelly, um, yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, I think, really, the only other time that where I was kind of rooting for um, Mrs. Frazier was when she went after Liza, a.k.a. Mavis, um, and said, like, I hope you're all proud of yourselves because everyone was being such... They were they were not being a team, Colin, and they upset Mavis, and I did love how she went out and consoled her. Yeah, I mean, I, I also like that she... I, it made me feel good at the end to see that she was playing the piano at the big yes, concert. Yes, that I, yes. I, I, like, touched my chest. I was like, oh, look at her with her, with her flowers in her hair. Ugh. <laughs> so that made me feel good. That was a nice... Yes. That was a nice capper for Shelly. Um, Great. So, you know, one of my other honorable mentions, and it this is, you know, there's heartbreak, was, but she's so phenomenal in this is Ellen Green. She's so good. And it was only because I only had five slots. But I it's I tough. loved her. Yeah. I thought she says, you know, because she gets Carol's son a job and she says something to him like, and if you get a, if you, if you scratch this baby, it's shit city for you or something like that. Yes. It's a great line. Yeah. Um, but I just, I mean, I Ellen Green just has that like oh that, that like everything's in her like front teeth the way she talks yep. you know exactly she is actually on my list so I'm gonna hold 
uh, hold your applause oh, good. for Miss Ellen Green, and I'm excited to talk about her. The other person I didn't put on my list, and maybe you found some nuggets, but I just think it was just like a role that didn't serve, you know, is Andrea Martin. She Her role is, is like, you know, kind of the the woman who's just like always sort of frazzled and like there's the allergies bit and I was getting tired of that but I just feel like it wasn't as big of a role um I did love when she flew off stage of course but I I didn't put her in my top five which is crazy to have a BSA list and not put Andrea Martin in your top five crazy yeah I mean she moved on she moved off she moved back on when I rewatched the first 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what it is? And which I guess maybe brings, do, did you have any other honorable mentions? No, I'm good. Okay. So we can start. Yeah. Perfect transition to my number five, who's Andrea Martin. Um, okay. You Great. know what it was is on rewatch. I realized that my, my eye kept going to her and that you're right. She doesn't have like that. She has like the, almost the smallest role in the yeah. group. And yet I just kept, noticing like a lot of like her physicalities or just like little like she do so much with a little expression and I feel like she's the one that on rewatches you see more of like what she's doing in the background um the moment that just I think is a sweet moment for both her and for Liza is when they all are cheering about doing the charity and they're all super excited and like Dorothy like leans over and like says something to Mavis and then Mavis says hold on hold on Dorothy what's that I think we're really going <laughs> to knock their socks off. And it's just like the weirdest moment of like, yes. she quietly says it in a crowd of people cheering. And then Mavis is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, Dorothy, what's that? Like that was such a Mavis thing to do and such a Dorothy thing to do. And it was so weird. And I, and, yes. and when she went flying into the wing, I, I was like, this is you goose. And so it was really, she just, she was never given enough for me to do, but I I found on rewatches that she was she was really weaving gold out of that straw. Gotcha. And I I think that's probably fair because I feel like I wasn't watching her the most because there's so many other great things to look at. So in those scenes when she's, you know, they're rehearsing or if she's just kind of like standing on the side, I'm sure she's giving us something at all times. Yeah. She's Andrea Martin. She's Andrea Martin. Yeah. Uh, lovely, lovely. Who's your number 5? My number five, oh, let me see where my list went. Okay, here we go. My number five is Ellen Green, which is perfect. Oh, good. Because we just talked about her as Maxine. And this is one of those things where, like, I, she was on, she was off. But the one thing that made me laugh so hard, and I just, like, I can't get it out of my head, is when um, Rose's son comes to the store, and she's like, we're closed. And he's and she's like, I have an appointment. He's like, I have an appointment. I'm Alan. And then when she screamed, she's like, Alan. She's like <laughs> the way that she screamed it is so bizarre and so perfect. Like it it wasn't a normal reaction for like like how a human react. Like, but I loved it. And I love the moment later she has with uh with Rose, you know, like behind the curtain. What did they do? Oh, like um, she knows about like the car. The van like, yeah, accident. The car she's accident. Fine. Yeah. yeah, she's like, it's I like fine. it's like Carol and Maxine, or not Carol, um, Rose and Maxine are kind of like a package deal, too. Um, yeah. And Carol's, or excuse me, Rose is great, too, but she didn't make my list either. I know. Ro Rose made my honorable mention, and then I, I, then maybe not as much, but she's, if anything, for coming over from the Broadway cast, uh, Carol Woods, yeah. honorable mention for you, too. You're great. She, she was, Absolutely. I actually, one of my favorite parts in the movie was when, is after they finished doing a bit, 
and and Mavis is kind of like giving each of them feedback and she says you know something to Rose about the scissor and she's and Rose says you know the thing is I think I'm just not a scissor kind of person and then she and Mavis just kind of look at each other and then start laughing and I just it was so like yes. weirdly improvised and so uh, uh, belated honorable mention for Carol Woods absolutely great um Okay, so yeah, well, I guess we're already at number four. I think we are. So uh, my number four is going to be Julie Walters as Vera. I there she's Love it. she's got so much going on in this performance. And Julie Walters is. Uh, we need to get some more Julie Walters on this podcast to feel like we're we're sitting on a gold mine here. Um, but yes, she's. It's like there's like that Amelda Staunton quality about her. There's just that like, I I feel like you know we kind of see her as obviously passive aggressive and a little uptight and a neat freak and whatnot. But then towards the end of the movie, when Andy has her freak out and says to uh, Vera, like, you know, you didn't leave your last dance class because you didn't like the teacher you left. Cause they asked you to leave because you were so, and you know, whatever. And you just, you see Vera like processing that and trying to not show that she's, been hurt and I feel like that's harder to perform than actually being hurt you know and um, it was just like interesting nuances that, that Julie Walters was playing and I, I, I appreciated it and I thought good for you with that BAFTA nomination um, Julie Walters is my number four as well oh hey oh ding 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 yeah um, ex- for all the things you just said and, and, and I also think I don't know where the pictures came from but when um, Vera is talking to Rose like kind of in the side there and she's showing her pictures of her family basically to Rose mm-hmm. like where did those pictures come from does she just carry them around I don't know why it's bugging me probably in her pocketbook you know they have, okay all she this... just carries them around yeah yeah but she has this like little monologue about I think I was understanding it correctly like was she remarried or something or like I, it felt like she was like divorced or something oh, or did I just make that up yeah they have that whole conversation I, and I'm and I'm realizing that I'm blurry on it but it's like towards the end of the movie she and Rose are talking about like her being a mother and like I, I feel like the narrative was that she just was like sort of an unappreciated mother or, or and maybe I'm not yes. remembering it correctly but it was and it was that's a scene I want to rewatch because I feel like the way that Julie Walters think, yes. paced that monologue was really good I think you need to. It's it's pretty great. That's actually what made because at first she wasn't. I, she was like maybe number five or like she didn't make my first like gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can like put at least three or four people like there's no question. And I was like teetering with her, but that monologue at the end is perfect because it's just like highlighting how her husband and her daughter are closer. So she feels like an outsider Mm -hmm. and she's like, but that's okay. She kind of like catches herself and she's like, but that's okay. I like, I like making a home for them. And, and that's just what, what I do. And it's, it's very nuanced. I will say this too, you know, where else you can see more, I must call her Imelda Staunton, uh, (laughs) Julie Walters is Mamma Mia, Colin. Oh, well. <laughs> the movie. Oh, bo- oh, I'm aware of the situation. <laughs> yes. Oh, Christine Baranski, you got Meryl. I mean, yeah. I'm going to sell you Mamma Mia before, you know, the next three years. Oh, my God. I, one of these days, I'll break down and consider the and possibility. Have a great time. And I'm going to yep, hate yep. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Baranski on the beach. Ugh. Oh, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I think that's the perfect slot for her as number four. Yeah, I love that. Oh, good. Well, my number three, 
and it it really came into full clarity for me by the end of the movie. But I have to give it to Bill Irwin. I, I love it. I, I I think he is. I mean, I think he's great. I loved him and Rachel getting married. Thinking about it, I think he should have gotten a Best Supporting Actor nomination for that movie. I think he is yeah. so good in it. Uh, I remember seeing him play George in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf years ago, and just there was just this way that he, this like body language that I, I'll never forget. He was just so because he like. Bill Irwin like trained he like went to clown school or something. Yeah, he graduated from the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey's Clown College, which makes so much sense in seeing him move, especially at the second performance. Yeah, like it it it's he has such an interesting understanding of his body and like how to use it in dramatic ways as well. And then we get to the performance and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is fascinating you i can't yeah. stop watching this man dance he is in both of the the two performances the big one at the end and you know the climactic one i i just it was so nuanced and so interesting and i think especially the the you know the group performance before the end you know the um the charity performance where he has to yes. also not be perfect you know um whereas in the in the kind of you know ending you know one year later performance he is um you know, he's, he's, uh, what's his name? Gregory fucking Hines, you know, like it's yeah. just insane. But I, once I saw that dancing and so there was this one thing he did with his legs. I was just like, that's it. BSA. No. What's more queen. Queen bill. Yes. Queen I bill. was going to say, I can't believe we haven't said it. Yes. But yeah. Yet. But yes, yes, yeah. yes. He will be um, he's nominated also on my list, mm -hmm. but I will talk about him on just a moment or two. Oh, oh um, good. Oh, good. So, but yeah, I, I also, it was that second performance and seeing him dance and yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just hold my thoughts. Okay. But, um, yeah. Lovely. I, Bill Irwin, Queen Bill. Queen Bill. Queen Bill. Well, so I think we're up to your number three. My number three. Yeah. Yes. My number three is Jane Krakowski as Lynn. And I'm so glad that she, she's so young. She, like, she looks different you know, like 1990s, like Jane Krakowski is way different than like 2022. <laughs> Jane, uh, uh -huh, yeah, she's a lot older now, too. But I, I do love seeing like doughy eyed sort of like celebrities when, you know, they're still beautiful and she's still beautiful. But there's just it's she's not as polished as she is now. Um, and it's so fun to see that. But I, I really liked her monologue, of course, about like she's a nurse. And so she talks about this old old I don't know if it was a man or a woman that died it was a woman a patient yeah. that yeah who just like she died earlier that day or something like that on and she just really kind of coming to terms that this is going to be like a part of her life like is seeing people die and the way that Mavis says the perfect thing of she's like I guess this is just how it's going to be from now on like me just seeing a lot of death and Mavis is like yeah it is. It is. It, but it's like comforting in a way still. It's like she doesn't sugarcoat it because it's like, yeah, that's what you signed up for. That whole moment was so lovely. So it works out well that Jane is my number two. So Oh, perfect. Uh, Jane Krakowski, that scene is, I think, my favorite scene in the movie. I, it's so good. I, so, I was so excited. Obviously, I've just seen so much of her as Jenna 
that it was exciting to see, oh, how, what are you going to be like in this? And, and you know, in the first kind of like 10, 15 minutes, maybe even longer the movie, we don't really see, she doesn't get a moment, you know? And then mm-hmm. there's this whole incredible dance solo by Liza. Mavis has a moment alone, you know? Ugh. And at the very end, you know, uh, Lynn has been watching and claps for her. And then, you know, they have a little heart to heart, you know, in the changing room. And yeah, Lynn sits down and she says, uh, I lost an old woman today, or I lost one of my old women today, and one of my old ladies. Mm-hmm. And the way that she, I teared up the moment she said it, I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Like, and and she had this really low register to her voice, and like it was, it it was so good. It was, so, <laughs> I was like, "You're incredible." I like it was a side of her I had never seen, and yeah, it brought out a really great scene from Liza. I mean. I mean, this this scene is also probably one of Liza's best scenes where this kind of stirs yeah. up her talking about being on Broadway and the time that she was an understudy for a week and she killed oh. it. And yes. there's that one part where she sits back and she's like, her eyes are darting like left to right. <gasps> and you can yes. write and you can tell it's her like, picturing it and that's when she talks about uh auditioning for bob fossey and and yes. it's like the like it was so impactful to see liza really you know milk this moment and she says i didn't get the part but i got to touch his shirt and i thought oh my god this is this is incredible it's so good and even when she said um lynn asks mavis like have you ever been in, in any big shows and she's like oh yeah yeah and then she asks her like do you remember the show the wonderful years about eight years ago and lynn hasn't heard of it you know mm. which means it you know it's just like and it's just like salt in the wound a little bit too it's right like, oh you know there's a chance but mostly no one's heard of it and she's like oh too young you uh-huh. know like she kind yeah. of just like laughs over it <sighs> yeah it is so fun to watch it, it's so good so good and i is this the scene where she has the baseball cap on her head is she selling the scene with I that baseball remember. hat i don't I can't remember maybe not because she just did that whole dance number i think the baseball hat was with um the scene in the bathroom with shelly winters uh so no no baseball oh, hat yes. but yeah it, yes. it is such a good scene for the two of them and i really i just i, I love jane krakowski in this i she she almost moved even further. Wow. I know, I know, but um, yeah, she's phenomenal. So, um, love it, love it. Uh, who's your number two? Yeah, we have different number twos and number ones, Colin. But I'm excited. So my number two, oh my goodness, hold on here, is Sheila McCarthy as Andy, and I, I, I truly think this is there's it's such a BSA role. It has enough meat. I, I have to ask you, where is she from? What else is she in? Because she reminds me of so many sort of like, I'll guess you, I'll call them character actresses of the 90s that I, I feel like I saw her somewhere. Well, I think where I know her from is, I no, where the, the one thing, well, she's Canadian. Hey, she's born in Toronto. So uh, that's, she's got that going for her. Um, I feel like the thing that I know her the most from is the movie House Arrest from 1995, I think, where huh. with Jamie Lee Curtis, where the kids all lock their parents in the basement. Or 96, <gasps> excuse me. 
Oh my gosh, Colin. Is that? I was obsessed with that movie. Yeah. Oh. And they feed them like cereal balls underneath. Like... Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah, there's Wallace Shawn. Oh, Caroline Aaron's in it. Oh my God. Oh. And um, <laughs> who? What's Jennifer Tilly is in it. Wallace oh Shawn. Yes. Kevin Pollack. Yes, Kevin Pollack is he's I think he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. I think they were Yeah, great. yeah. I mean one day we're going to have to do that movie. <laughs> I would I'd be honored. I'd <laughs> be honored. Jennifer Love You. It's <laughs> Do you remember yes. the scene where they dance and set the table? <laughs> no. Oh, it's I a don't. nightmare. It's a nightmare. Oh my god. There are moments of this movie that are so cringy. Oh my goodness, Colleen Camp's in it. Um <gasps> Whoa. Wow. This is uh Oh, and the guy the kid who plays Grover. Oh god, he's so hot now. Oh my god. Oh, he aged so well. Great IMDb picture. I need to look this up. Kyle Howard. I, can't, I, I picture him like looking like everyone else. Ooh, 1996, a great. Oh yeah. Look at him. He's monkey quality. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely monkey quality. He's. It's really. Okay. That's it. That's that's what I'm looking for. Caroline Aaron. <laughs> I love that she's in it. I mean, I mean, you know what's crazy? It's like McDonald. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, Caroline Aaron. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Jennifer Tilly, like uh, Sheila McCarthy, like these are these are names, Mama. <laughs> they are. I love this. Okay, I'm glad that we discovered this. Um, I'm still trying to look up. She, there is something. I mean, There's listeners, something you know her if, from. Of course, I could look at her IMDb, but I, nothing popped up with the, you know the things that I knew her from, and yeah. I looked a little bit through her. Um. You know her film history, but couldn't find anything. So, but I feel like I've seen her voice is so familiar more than mm-hmm. her face. Her voice, it's just like I know this woman. But I mean, in general, too, like this is like the sort of dramatic uh, story, I guess. It's like she's being abused by her husband. We don't find out till like pretty far into the movie. I feel maybe I guess like a halfway point too. And then like the relationship between Andy and Jeffrey is just beautiful. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it's interesting how, you know, Mavis doesn't have like a love interest other than like this decaying relationship, but there's no like new love interest who swoops in and that the love story is between Jeffrey and, um, Oh my God. This woman, Andy, Andy, yeah. Andy yeah. short, long for Ann. Yeah. Love this woman. Um, you know, I mean, it is uh, obviously, you know, because it flows in, she is my number one. Uh, and I mm-hmm. I think that she, you know, it's, I, I thought this about Jane Krakowski as well. And I think there's a way in which I also think this about Sheila McCarthy in that, like, I could see, you know, as age appropriate, I could see either of them playing Honey and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Ooh, major honey energy right specifically for sheila yes yeah though i'll say like there were moments with jane krakowski where i was like oh my god you'd be a fascinating honey like would be so interesting but sheila mccarthy really has that that can play that mousy quality and i just think that she's like the heart of the movie i in some ways i think you really just feel the deepest for her and that god-awful scene when her husband makes her dance for him is just (gasps) she i could not believe it and you just, it's like, oh, God, I just, 
I and, and you know, and when like Jeffrey kind of doesn't take her dinner invitation, like uh, my heart just broke the most for Andy, and I really. I didn't expect her to be my number one given all of the other names in this movie. And maybe that's kind of what I love the most about it is that she mm-hmm. was the one I least expected to be so obsessed with. Yeah. I can't wait to go back and watch her again. Yeah. I just, I, you know, especially we talked about it earlier, but eventually she leaves her husband. The husband shows up, Colin. And yeah. Jeffrey, punches him which is great i was like come on jeffrey pull yourself together." right but i do love that he was like kind of losing the fight at the beginning and not like knowing how to do this and then he just like pops someone and her husband leaves and i you know i wanted to stand up right then and there and just cheer but i um oh where was i going with all this we we're talking about andy and her husband has been showing up and uh, oh um, yeah so she eventually um uh, she lets Vera have it because Vera, although we love her, you know she made the list. At least my list. Hey, and she made the list. She, she's kind of annoying. She is like she knows how to push some buttons. She's like an OCD cleaner upper, and um, she doesn't always say the best things. She's you know she's pretty cutting at sometimes. So finally, Andy sort of like freaks out on her and doesn't go to a twenty seven, but like. I felt, because we've all been there, where you feel like you want to say something and you just keep it inside anyway, but she finally lets loose and, you know, and then her and Mavis have that great talk, but I loved her. I did too. I really, it was, you know, such a a delightful surprise and it really now just leads to, I think I know the answer, but I think you need to say it. Who's your number one? Yeah, for the first time ever, at least with me and, and Best Supporting Podcast History, my number one slot is going to a man. Wow. And it is Bill Irwin as Jeffrey. Wow. I just, I loved him in this movie. Like, queen status forever. I just, I and especially once I found out he went to clown college, I feel that there's like such an arc with him. At the very beginning, he's like almost so nerdy to a fault that I was like, I feel like you can tone it down a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because of his like sort of mugging. Um, like he would kind of overdo it a little bit, but I think that's also some of the clown college stuff coming out. Like I feel like it would read really well on stage too. Like oh, I yeah. just, he's kind of just like a turtle. Yep. inside himself too and watching him be bad at dancing and like you said before the first performance like the actual first time they perform he's really one of the few that's really dancing in character which I feel mm-hmm. is something that like people wouldn't think to do you know it's like I would just be like well we're supposed to be good here so and I'm actually good at this so I want to show people I'm good at it so to water yourself down like as an actor and humble yourself to just like dance kind of poorly for a bit I loved it and I just loved his glasses too honestly I want those glasses yeah he really it's such a good performance and I'm, the dancing was just I I was just I it, it it was just incredible I was just like this is so this takes so much talent what he's doing right now um He's such a queen. I can't wait. And, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, not only is he a man that we love, so we call him a queen, but we have a, an award show, you know, second annual yes. Westons coming up in October. And we, you know, we look back on the performances we queened out about throughout the year and we give out honors and, you know, we, we and, and, and inductee, we induct, in, you know, performances right. into, you know, um, best supporting moms and things like that. But we have a section where we recognize the men who've made an impact. And so, 
you know, this year, I mean, Philip Bosco. Uh, yeah, I feel like we need to start writing these down. We do. I should, yeah, I should we do. List Bill Irwin, Queens. I mean, there's just uh, last year, you know, it was John Goodman. It was it was Tracy Letts, Stanley Tucci. Um, yes. Oh, there was some. Oh, and oh, this year we're certainly going to include Pedro Almodovar. I mean. Oh, yeah. Lots of men. So we, we make space for, for men who are queens. Anthony Hopkins yeah. is really the OG queen. I was just going to say, yes. Oh, he, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, I I just was so smitten with him. I think he's so handsome, too. Like, and I, I, he kept just, like, inching his way up the list. I would rearrange it, and then I was like, no, maybe he is number two. And then after, after that second performance of seeing, like, what he can really do, and I don't know why I got, like, also emotional, just in general, about, like, how much of a gift it is to to work with Liza in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I would, like, I just feel, even though they're not, like, huge, they, I mean, they were probably names to an extent. Obviously, Shelley Winters was an Oscar winner by that point. And, but, like, just, the, like, the, the getting the call that you're going to be in a movie with Liza Minnelli and it, for it to be this movie is just so fun. And I loved watching Liza dance with Bill Irwin. Mm-hmm. I, he was so fabulous in this role. Well, it's like you you get the sense that like, I mean, I'm sure each of these actors, you know, has some degree of dance ability. But like the reality is Liza, the actress and performer, could probably teach these people how to tap dance, you know. And so that's why it feels sometimes like there's almost an improv where she's like she's literally just giving them feedback as Liza Minnelli. You know, Um, there's that one part where after she and Rose have that moment where she's like, well, I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if I'm I'm a scissor person. And then they laugh and then she goes to. Sylvia and they're like oh you'd start on the wrong foot and she's like I know I just kind of started wherever is easy and then Liza goes I'm gonna kill you and she does it in this like weird voice <laughs> yes <laughs> what that's that's those are some of my favorite moments like she goes through everyone one by one and just tells them a little something it happens at least twice yeah maybe even three times I was like keep going right keep going and it, it never feels and it's scripted so natural yeah even though it's it's like she can make anything work yeah, uh, I want to talk about Liza um, just to kind of wrap up the episode, but I do have to mention Robin. Yes, Stevan or Steven as Sylvia. This is what I was going to say earlier. I feel like she is. She looks exactly like Jody in the early 1990s. Did you get that at all? And if Jody, for listening, I don't think this is like a diss whatsoever because she was great in the movie, even though we didn't mention her. But do you think she looks like Jody? Oh my God! I it like. I it it did not occur to me watching it, but I feel like Jody was in 1991. Like yes, yes. Like there's that thing of like you have to you got to style it for the era. But yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, I feel like Sylvia's are fair comparison. Yeah, I know sometimes. I feel like yeah, I I feel pretty good about that actually. I feel pretty. And now when you go back to rewatch this. You'll see it more as Jody, and it makes it all. Oh my god, I'm looking at it. Great, I'm looking at a picture of it. I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) yes, that's so cute. It's like I want Keon to like Photoshop Jody's face on, like in this outfit. Oh my god, we should. (laughs) Maybe Keon can, if he could Photoshop together the sister from the American President and Sylvia from (laughs) Stepping Out, and we put "We Love to Hate Everything" logo over it. (laughs) We hack into their account. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Careful. Yeah. But because Careful. the sister looks like Amanda. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. From yes. American president. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. And you know, didn't they just ask who 
you know, who do they, who do we who think are they? they, who are they? Yes. Because I said, I, you had big Seinfeld energy. I have yeah. Carson Kressley energy. I understand. And yeah, I can even understand how there can be some physical similarities, even if we do not look the same. Do not you look do not. like him. Yeah. Um, but I, I know every, and every time I watch Drag Race, I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. It's, I can't unsee God it. God damn it. I really can't. I can't unsee it. It's so accurate. I'm very impressed. Yeah. So, Jody and Amanda, if you're listening, that's who you look like the sister from the American president and Sylvia from Stepping Out. <laughs> yes. What honors. What I would honor. say so. I would say so. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I just had to talk about her real quick. She looks so much like Jody, and um, this is our friend Jody that we're talking about. But, um, but I, let's just talk about Liza. Like, I just I want to talk about her dance solo, and just like I don't know. I just I feel like we have to gush about her more because it's just it, so good. It's. I mean, she gets she gets a dance. She gets the dance solo. You know, at the you know wherever the little community center where they're. Um, rehearsing she gets a singing solo at the bar because she's also trying to you know be a bar you know a lounge singer with her crappy boyfriend in buffalo and so she gets you know a little bit of a number there but then at the end i mean i wasn't even sure if the other dancers were going to come out she gets a whole liza with a z costume Mm -hmm. change starts with her padding around in pajamas you know and then you know, changing behind the screen at one point into her, you know, her tap outfit and looking exactly like her mother. I mean, I, there yeah. are, there is a movie where Judy is dressed exactly like this, and it was eerie. I can't think of which movie it is, but um, I did love those moments when Liza looked like Judy. I, I loved watching her dance. I love, like, I just like to, I want to feel like this was in one take. You know what I mean? She's like, I got it, fellas. And then she's like, hit it. And then she's just right. like... Like the way that she kind of like shouts and she's like, huh, huh, like just really having a blast. And it's so fun to watch her having fun. And then we get that great scene with, um, with, uh, Lynn Jankowski. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lynn. Yeah, yeah, she comes in and, and just, you know, it continues into that. But just I, really fully seeing what she can do. I love when she says, because Lynn's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. She's like, oh, no, I was just trying to, you know, uh, do the move so I could keep up with you guys. And I just got carried away. Like, it was so, like, there's this weird, like, humility that, I like, Liza plays with Mavis that, like, the only time we really see Mavis, like, feeling her oats is in that scene after with Lynn when, you know, when Lynn's like, oh, how did you do? And, like, Li- you know, when she understudies for the show for a week and Liza, yes. like, sits back and puts her hands behind her head and goes, I killed it. I killed it. I killed I them. mean, it was only yeah, for a week, but, like, yeah, I killed, I killed them. them. Yes. I mean, it was only for a week, but I killed them. And I don't know. I just, uh, I, oh, I just love Liza so much. <laughs> I know. I, I really, my heart grew three times as much uh, after seeing this for her. I was very thrown off by the whole pregnancy line. I think they maybe could have taken it out, but also fine. You know what I mean? I feel like it really came out of nowhere. I I felt like maybe I had missed something. I was like, oh, and you're pregnant? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But it was like, it, it was not going to interfere with the movie or with the relationship or like it didn't, it didn't actually do anything. It did to change what was going to happen in the movie. 
Yeah, and I guess that's kind of like a spoiler, but it doesn't really affect much. You know what I mean? It's if anything, I mean that scene is great too when she tells everyone to finally just like shut up, just shut up, and then she yells at them all finally because she has so much patience for these people, and she she has to though, and it just reminded me of like church choir energy like no one knows what they're doing and they drive you absolutely crazy these are like the old fogies that have been in the choir for like 15 years and they don't know how to read music and they lose their music all the time but like you still love them and would like go to battle for them because like it's like one of those things like hey don't pick on them like only i can pick on them sort of Mm -hmm. deal yeah Uh, yeah. yeah Um, yeah, right. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, there is that sense, you know, uh, because they all have a party after the performance and they all give her a gift of new shoes because they know that she's, you know, I think Vera mentions, you know, she always wears the same pair of shoes, you know, every time. And so they give her a gift (laughs) of new shoes. And, um, and I just, I love when Mavis was like, well, I mean, let's just see what we do next year. You know, like that, that kind of sentiment really makes me smile when it's like, Oh my God, this isn't over. Oh, you're going to do it again next year. You know? Yes. I, I cried during that too, because it's such a, it's like on the nose sort of gift. And like, they weren't in a box. They were just like in a bag. Mm-hmm. Was it just like used tap shoes that they all like, cause like none of them are like rich. No. Like what's her face. Uh, Sylvia's like, can I pay you next week? But I love the, the thought behind this. It's so it's so like, I don't know. It's just like, it's what you do. It's like when you get your chorus teacher something, like you pitch in for like the Christmas concert and then you bring flowers out and she cries. It's, uh-huh. it's just like expected, but still special. I It's nice to be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. That And then the last thing I'll say is just like the whole fight with Patrick and how like sort of careful she is because like, not that he's abusive, but I also feel like he has like that verbal abuse energy. You know what I mean? I do feel like she sometimes is afraid of him, but she eventually, you know, kind of lets him, like that whole line about like, I know what a professional is. A professional shows up on time and a professional does this. I just love that. I love seeing Liza in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Making meatballs or something. Um, yeah. The last Liza moment I, I, remembered and I'd, I'd be remiss to not mention is when they're finally at the theater to perform and and they're you know getting the lights and then she they yes. get the, the curtain rises and they see the the you know the whole audience and she calls out to the lighting guy can we get those lights can we get those and like these big bright lights come on and she like puts her hands out and it, the camera is like it's we only see the back of her but there's this like extended moment of like oh, that she's feeling the moment. You know, she is in the spotlight again for the first time in such a long time. And it's a beautiful moment. And then, you know, Mm. then she even turns the lighting guy, oh, I love you, I love you, thank you for that. (laughs) It's so sweet. But I, I think that she did so much in that moment and we couldn't even see her face, you know? Yeah, um... I love that. And I didn't really interpret that the first time. I was like, oh, she took a t- her time with that. But I love that sort of added moment as Mavis of just like, it. I don't know. It, it got me. It like reminds me. It's like the first, you know, it's the first week of tech rehearsal or something mm-hmm. like that. And how it feels good to like, and like, and then eventually you put on your costumes. It's like that sort of, it's a magical feeling. And, and, and it really felt magical because of that and because of her. 
Yeah, and like just you know, the, the it, this is real. This is all happening, and and you know, it's. I feel like for everyone else, they were so nervous, and I thought for her, they they in a really small way showed how important this actually was for her, you know, and and not for her as the star, but just kind of like to be, I guess, be relevant or to exist, you know, to be seen it's again. Been a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love that. So even though she wasn't even going to be in the performance, you know, I know. Yeah. I, I loved like having her on the other side and like being nervous slash excited for people. Uh yeah. Um, like when they're about good to choreography. go choreography. Oh, yeah. it is, yeah. I was gonna say when when they're about to go on stage and she's like running off stage through them and she's like, Oh my god, you're gonna be great and then like <laughs> dives off into the back. <laughs> like somersaults into yeah. like stage left. <laughs> oh it's my goodness. So good. Everyone, go watch this movie. You will not regret and it's like an hour and forty eight minutes. Yeah. Even I can watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. And and it it's something that you'll want to watch again. It's a real sweetheart of a movie and um I feel like a feel good movie wouldn't go astray these days, you know? Yeah, we need a little bit of that. We need a little Liza. Yeah, and who knows? We might even have a little more Liza around here, you know? Ooh, yeah. Liza. Liza. But in the <laughs> meantime, it sounds like we are getting tippy-tap-tap-tap played right off the stage. Kane uh, and all. It's true. Sorry. Sorry. Where's my hat? Yeah. Where's my hat? <laughs> I've been miming the whole time. Um, well, then you should be really good at it. <laughs> that made me laugh so good. It was such a, it was such a great response. It was like almost talking to a kid. Yeah, that was a good Andrea Martin moment. Yeah, was. yeah, uh, that was funny. <laughs> well, on that wonderful Andrea Martin note, Andrea Martin and Liza Minnelli. Does it get any better than that? Uh, where, no. where can folks find more of you? Uh, they can find me on my other two podcasts, The Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour with Amanda Kaczynski, the aforementioned, you know, Sydney Ellen Wade's sister of American presidents <laughs> uh, fame. Wow, that was a mouthful. Um, and we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Star 7, all winter season. Uh, and then you could uh, also listen to my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which this week, for anyone who's listening and is a watcher crappens fanatic to of any degree i snagged ben mandelker to be on the good vanilla and i can't wait for y'all to listen it's coming out on friday so and in addition to that you can follow me on instagram and twitter at nick Chanoff. the mandatory vanilla i mean i cannot wait the mandatory uh, the, um, it, 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 uh, we'll talk about the after show that is so yeah, we'll exciting talk about the after show. um yes. which by the way and i'll get to my plugs in a second but the best supporting after show exclusively on Patreon, where, yes, you'll be getting the full story on uh, that interview and so much more. We have so much to clean out about the things we've been watching, the things we've been doing, our assignments, our BSAs of the week. It's all at patreon.com slash bsapod. And if you were a Patreon, you'd have gotten this episode early, which is even better. But if you also want more of me uh, as well, you could also listen to my other two podcasts. In the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, which is the one I'm on right now, or All Right Mary, <laughs> where we are also covering All Star 7. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Collinsrocker underscore, or at a Best Supporting Capacity at BSA Pod. Or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com. Well, I already told you to keep your peepers peeled, but in case I did not, keep your peepers peeled for that after show. In the meantime, we are going to shuffle off to Buffalo. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And that, as they say, 
is back.